Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this Four Center podcast feed, I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Rank. Meet a guest, ranking things in Star Wars, and we are in the middle of this very fun series, going back, looking at all the films, and we just kind of stumbled onto a release order, which is probably going to be the way we look at it going forward. So that means today we're up to our favorite lines from Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. To rank them with me, of course, is Joseph Scrimshaw. Hello, sir. 
I am very happy to be here. This film is just full of lines that I like and lines that I like to talk about. So I'm very excited. Mm. Mm, okay. Yes. Interesting discussion to start this off. The, <laughs> I found. So this is a movie that without a doubt, when you come to, you know, ranking Star Wars films, a question that pops up every now and then, or a conversation just had around the old campfire of Star Wars fandom. This one without a doubt, often gets ranked lower, right? You and I can both agree to, whether we agree with that in terms of the movie, we agree often in conversation this one is ranked lower by people, yeah? Oh, yes, that is just a, a truth. If you Google Star Wars rankings or you look on social media, it is often ranked lower. Uh, it, it is not for me. I don't rank them, uh, <laughs> partially yeah. because of things like this. It's like, yeah, no, absolutely. I got some some questions and some quandaries about Attack of the Clones. I understand the things that people don't like, but I love this weird movie and I always have. Yeah, and so I, I guess I'll put that myself in that category of, uh, yeah, okay, I'll rank it lower if you're, if you're asking me to, putting a blaster to my head, but... Uh, there's some things over the years that, you know, even the seismic charges are still one of my favorite sounds. And I've been saying that since 2002. So the love has been there. It is weird. It is a little wild. But you and I have been and going through these, not just line by lines, but what we do here in Ford Center, digging into themes. There's a lot of play in the movie. All that said, I found this particular episode, I struggled to find lines compared to some of the other movies, which doesn't mean this movie lacks them. There's more lines that I find have kind of that unintentional humor legacy to them, which means I love them. Um, so I want to discuss them. And then, but the lines that are there have big, like, meanings and ramifications for the rest of Star Wars. So this movie, it, it, there's so much there for you to dive into, even though on the surface it might not seem like it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think for me, I, I always had some criticisms of it. Uh, there are uh, things that I really love about the relationship between Anakin and Padme. Uh, the, some of the moments where Anakin uh, debatably can come off as uh, creepy <laughs> yep. are not my favorite uh, moments personally. Uh, mm -hmm. I love the moments where the romance is awkward. The, the moments where he seems a little creepy, uh, not, not my favorite thing in Star Wars. But putting that aside... It's just so full of Star Wars lore, and it is so embraces the uh, the pulp um, aspect of Star Wars, of just the adventure serial aspect of Star Wars, along with scenes that um, you know people really get distracted by by a certain debating a certain thing, and maybe don't spend as much time looking at the the whole purpose of the scene. Uh, there's so much here to love. So there's a ton I I love about this movie that I've always loved about this movie. But part of the reason I'm so excited about the lines can is even back in the day when I walked out of the theater and I was kind of jazzed and almost everybody around me was like, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, there were so many lines like, yeah, but that line was cool. Right. And people would be like, yeah, I'm like, but that line was cool. Right. And people would be like, yeah. So it's always been in my heart that some of these lines that I'm going to share of like, mm -hmm. uh, these are some of the lines that I could get even people who really dislike the film to agree. Like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Which is, we always say, is where kind of uh, the love of Star Wars begins. We just go, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, you're right. I do love this crazy space franchise, this space <laughs> opera. So let's uh, not delay any further. We're going to dive into our favorite lines from Attack of the Clones, working our way five to one, beginning with Joseph's number five. Uh, my number five is one of those lines that I was like, that's a cool line. I love this line. And I uh, managed to get a couple of people to actually agree with me. Uh, it is an Obi-Wan Kenobi line. Uh, there's a lot of Obi-Wan Kenobi lines I could go for, but I had to go with the truth starting in 2002 that this one spoke to me. And it is Obi-Wan's instruction to Anakin that this weapon is your life. I think I, it was so fun back in 2002 to see 
Obi-Wan actually kind of being the mentor, being the teacher to Anakin, seeing the, the, uh, both like the banter of their relationship, the charm of it and the dysfunction of it. And this moment for me was so cool because it was Obi-Wan talking to a Skywalker (laughs) about what a lightsaber is, what it means. So it was like, this is uh, familiar to me in a great way, but it was also new of like, that's a really interesting philosophy to say, you know, not just, hey, you dropped it. Great job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this idea that, you know, it's for knowledge, if it's for knowledge and defense, what a great way to think about it. This is your life. This mm-hmm. is what keeps you alive so you can protect other people. So take it seriously. I just love this line. It's, it's, it's your purpose, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolute purpose. I love this line. I love to, again, talking about kind of this weird, I don't know, duality of, of Attack of the Clones, uh, the this, this silliness on the surface, the depth beneath it. I remember this line, too, because, like, Obi-Wan's wig really stands out in this scene. <laughs> and There's some wonkiness going on with his beard, for sure. Yeah, but but I mean, it's, but it's part of why I enjoy it, because I, I, I always think of this scene of him leaning forward, this, this weapon is your life, and it looks a little weird, looks a little different, but it it, it, this, it stayed with me. And then if, if a scene stays with you, you can engage with it and find the meaning at some point. I'm always like, I just want it to stay with you, fans, and, and we'll dig in later. And this is an example of that. And I love what it uh, what what it what it uh, does to me as a Star Wars fan. And 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 talk about Jedi philosophy. Talk about Obi Wan sitting in that cave in his house a little bit later on, talking to Luke. And you got this in his uh, rearview mirror. What he what, what he thinks about this weapon. It's a great scene. Yeah. In a in a great setup for the sheer volume of lightsaber loss that is going to happen. <laughs> Yes. So that's my number five. This weapon is your life. Ah, That is great. Well, I am going to uh, kind of be, yeah, beginning of the movie roughly there uh, with uh, Mace Windu in the Chancellor's Chambers. Padme has just survived an assassination attempt on her life. She's a little upset about it. There's a lot of Jedi splaining going on in the room. <laughs> a lot of people talking down to her. Not a lot of people not listening to Padme, which is a, a problem um, all through stars. And but I, I think it's somewhat intentional. I think there's a lot of people to say like, yeah, you, you're not paying attention to the one person who maybe could have solved the problems here. But oh, I love- absolutely yeah. intentional. I think. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Mace Windows line of we're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. Uh, which is, is is something similar to, to some of the things we've seen in Phantom Menace. But I love the line. I love that it's a mace. And I love, follow me here, this is like almost this, I don't want to say title, uh, title sentence of the movie, but he's saying this here. Keepers of the peace, we're not soldiers. And then you flash to the end of the movie where they are now soldiers. They are now drawn into this. This is like the point of the movie in a lot of ways, right? <laughs> yes. And I, and I love it now, and I liked it then, but I think, and often when I discuss these movies, particularly Attack of the Clones, I come from the point of view as someone who personally, huge Star Wars fan, never not been, prequel problems aside, was still there in line, opening day, first showing of Attack of the Clones. Nothing was going to keep me from it. I've always been a Star Wars fan. But I suffered from a little bit of what what I think I see out there sometimes in the, in the fandom of just kind of, just seeing what you see and not going deeper. 
and questioning. And then, therefore, that leads to criticisms of Attack the Clones. And, and you can have some fun with the debate at the end. Are the clones defending, attacking? Or is it the rescue <laughs> of the clones? That, that, that. All it is, it's what Palpatine is doing. It's the plan spiraling out of control and the Jedi being pushed into a place where they aren't, aren't necessarily supposed to be and maybe at best don't want to be. And so to see this line at the beginning of the movie, we're keepers of the peace, not soldiers, Jedi splaining aside. And so it's like, I go, man, this is a great line because it's what they believe, but it's, but it's what they're about to lose. And, and therefore the line takes a, a, lot, a, a lot more meaning for me. Yeah. And it's, it, what I really love about it, the more times I watch it is how much that story of the Jedi is aligned with the story of Padme, right? There's these layers of, uh, this is a story of how Anakin personally fell. This is a story of how the Jedi compromised their ideals and how the Jedi fell. This is a story of how, uh, the people, the galaxy gave up on their democracy and attack the clones is so, uh, straightforward in that if, if you're open to it of the plot hinges on Padme is coming there <laughs> to stop the military creation act right yeah this is a movie about our heroes trying to make sure a war doesn't start the Jedi included and then it's a story of like well how do they get sucked in yeah you know they they are right how do they how do they lose their way and and, and you know and I'm in the audience going fight 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 which uh, I make fun of myself. It's, you know, again, cool. We're here to watch some pew, pew, pew. That, and you're guaranteed you're going to have it. But again, to see what George was trying to tell us, not just tried, was telling us. <laughs> People like me in 2002 are like, nah, the Jedis, are, they're knights, they're fighters, they're heroes. Uh, and misunderstanding of it. So uh, I look back with um, not even embarrassment. I think it's, it's okay to say, hey, this is where I was as a fan and this is where I am now and over the years. And this is why this line means anything. But well said about, uh, uh, you know, the Padme of it all. Yeah, yeah, how much it's tied to to this. Uh, but I love that you picked this line because you're right, like Mace is always the like, no uh, no question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I meditated on it. I made my decision. That's it, period. You know, yeah. this discussion's over. This party and this discussion, both <laughs> over. Uh, so, to, yeah. so to see that sort of adamant stance from him and then to see the most adamant Jedi fall from it is is powerful. Absolutely. So that's my number five. The list has begun. Our favorite lines from Attack the Clones are up to your number four. Uh, my number four, we're going to uh, one of the other lines uh, where people are like, all right, yeah, no, that was that was cool. Uh, it is the classic Django Fett line. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that whole conversation is great. That whole scene is great. Um, I, I think, you know, Ewan McGregor and Tamara Morrison, both uh, great actors and just playing all of the subtext. And all of that tension of, you know, they're they fighting from the second they meet, <laughs> yes. but they're pretending it's a polite conversation, right? Um, and just yeah. the deflection of that, it's such a cool guy line, but it works so well because it's just such a like, it's <laughs> such a deflection of just like, what? Uh, I guess you're concerned because I'm what? I'm the template for an army that you didn't order. And then on top of that, you're pretty sure you saw me on Coruscant killing people in a complex plot to murder a senator who's trying to stop a war. Mm. Nah, none of that. I'm just trying to make a few bucks like anybody. <laughs> it's the ultimate Star Wars. Eh, I just work here. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And it's, I don't know. It, it's just, yeah. it's a, it's a classic, um, yeah. it's a genre line, right? You know, totally. 
it's a classic Western tough guy. Like it's a tough galaxy and everybody just does what they need to get by. So leave me alone authority. You know, uh, it's yeah. so cool. No. And, 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 you know, and, the, and there was some, uh, you know, some doubt questioning what we, we knew Django was uh, going to be in this film. If I, you know, memory serves, we were kind of aware of, of the connection they're going to be. And then it shows up. And I think Django always kind of worked for me. And that's a lot of credit to Tamara Morrison, uh, the way he plays it um, and the energy there. And, uh, you know, some of my favorite sequences in that movie are based around Django, quite frankly, and, and the action and, and the fighting with Kenobi. So this works. Cool guy line indeed. I think you're very correct about that. And one of those Star Wars lines that you could take with you all through your life. This is just, you need to use this to deflect anything in a business meeting, uh, you know, relationship <laughs> problems. This is it. I'm, hey, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. So uh, you didn't pay your rent. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Why are you bothering yeah. me? Yeah. Uh, and I love that a version of it uh, appeared in his, uh, in his son's mouth in The Mandalorian. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and while you're talking here, I'm thinking, you know, I, I thought um, he, he and uh, McGregor played this scene so well together that I, in my head, I'm like, would I be opposed to a Boba Fett appearance in Kenobi just to get to more sitting with you and McGregor in the same spot again? Mm. I don't know. I might yeah. not, I might not be, it might not be a problem for me. Yeah. It might not all be bad. Yeah. 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 So the whole scene's great. I could do every line from that scene, but I had to pick that one. So that's my number four. Yes. Uh, there you go. Great. Number four. We're going go to my number four. Kind of sticking in the same uh, vein of what I was discussing earlier. Kind of one of the big lessons of the film. But we are going towards the end of the film now with Yoda. Oh, we love ourselves the Yoda. And this is a, an important line, but also just a fun line. I'm not going to do the Yoda impression for you all to suffer through. But uh, <laughs> this is Kenobi and Mace to look it out the window on Coruscant. Got, they're back from Geonosis. Who they survived that one. They rescued who they needed to rescue. They lost some Jedi, but man, they good scrape. They got in. They got in a good scrape, and they're they're all right. They won a battle, and uh, Obi Wan says as much. Uh, without the clones, we not have uh, not have won. Uh, not have achieved victory. And Yoda says, of course, victory, victory. You say, Master Obi Wan, not victory. The shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun the Clone War has. And this is where you're taking that that Yoda way of speaking, something we've all grown up with, and that that kind of can create some fun lines. But this is just to me an ominous, epic line to close this uh, weird, wild, but also dark chapter of of the Star Wars story. And again, sitting there watching the movie, this is the point. Yoda's saying a lot of what's going on, <laughs> and I'm not comprehending it. I'm like, what are you talking about? You just won. Let's go fight. Pew 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 pew. And to go back and kind of revisit this line over the years, this is just some recent revelation to me here. This is one of the lines that just kind of stuck with me. Because, again, it's fun to say. It's great Yoda speak. But uh, it, it's on par with uh, Luke saying, I, I'm not afraid, and Yoda saying, you will be. You <laughs> will be. When Yoda goes a little low, a little dark, it's a little scary. It's great purpose behind it. So, therefore, love this line. Begun, the Clone War has. Yeah, I so love that you picked this one. Begun the Clone Wars has is just, yeah, that's uh, absolute classic all by itself. But the whole line is, uh, yeah, so great to show. It, it, great delivery, right? It's the, the sadness, right? If the question is, can uh, the good guys, can the heroes stop a war from happening? The answer is no. no. <laughs> and Yoda makes that really clear uh, by even beginning to fight uh, the Shroud of the Dark Side has fallen. Um, which is great because it, it, it's a it's a button on the on the movie. It is the great contrast to Mace Windu's line, 
yeah. over Keepers of the Peace, not soldiers. But it, it really then invites you to say like, okay, if Yoda knows this isn't great, then why is he doing it, right? Yeah. And, and that that's where I get into sort of the justice for the Jedi of, you know, they the, the Senate votes for the, the clone army and they're in Mason Yoda like, well, so it's done because they don't want to grab more power. They don't want to go like, okay, yeah. <laughs> government, you made bad decisions. So we, the Jedi are taking over, right? Yeah. It's exactly what uh, Palpatine paints them as doing in, incorrectly because they don't want to do that. They know that there's a Sith involved and they feel it's their responsibility to, to stop that and hold that back. So like they have this, just uh, this array of choose your own adventure choices, all of which are terrible. Right. Yes. And the fact that Yoda knows you know, we don't have any good options and this one isn't great, but hopefully we can get through it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I guess making the best of a bad situation, right? They're, they're trying to lemonade out of lemons as best you can, <laughs> as best you can in this situation. But, but again, uh, just this, uh, everything's spiraling out of control. And that's why I, I've been so behind you on this justice for the Jedi thing of, yes, they made huge mistakes. A lot of what the prequels were, were about, but it was about how this institution fell from within and, and you, when sometimes you are in a position where you got to do what you got to do and it ain't the best thing. And that's where the Jedi found themselves in. And um, just, yeah, just uh, just means a lot. Love it. And uh, a classic, uh, an underrated Yoda classic. Yeah. And I think also in, it invites all those questions and then invites the questions of should that, you know, Yoda said begun the Clone Wars has. And then, you know, that's the end of the scene. But like what Obi-Wan and Mace go. Yep. Yep. Anyway, let's talk armor and ships. Like, should they have said? Then let's not do this, right? Right. <laughs> they they got to they they the the clones have been trained. Let's not do this. Like you know, that's the question. Yeah, and this this line can be best summed up as a visual uh, cue by uh, Bail Organa's fist uh, <laughs> pounding on the balcony of Doom, or one of our favorite moments in the movie. Yes, we've been sticking to actual spoken lines, but I was tempted yeah. to include that as uh, the best body language line in the film. Love it. Uh, that is my number four. We're up to your number three. Uh, my number three is probably not going to be a surprise to anybody who has been uh, listening to Force Center over the last uh, couple of years. It's a line that really jumped out at me on a, a rewatch of Attack of the Clones a few years ago. And it is from that font of wisdom, Dexter Jetster, who says to Obi-Wan Kenobi, I should think that you Jedi would have more respect for the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Uh, I just think it's so great. It's it's a, of course, in context, it is um, the discussion of whether the Jedi analysis droids <laughs> uh, have knowledge or wisdom. I think this is a, an idea that I think is just kind of important to me that um, it, it's great to know things. Knowledge is wonderful, but wisdom to me is applying the knowledge <laughs> to come up with uh, your path forward with the actual choices uh, that you make of uh, it's, it's great to know facts, but what do the facts mean? Um, and uh, I think it is important that Dexter Jetster puts this idea in just, it, it makes, it makes sense in the scene, but it's a thematic idea to the film that I feel like unlocks a lot of the film of yeah. the Jedi have almost all the facts. Dooku gives them even more. Uh, Padme gives them even more. They have all the knowledge, uh, but they are not turning it into wisdom. Mm -hmm. You just you just stumbled onto the 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 T-shirt that needs to be made uh, uh, of you know the facts, but what do the facts mean? 
to a lot of fans of a lot of things, not just Star Wars fans. <laughs> and maybe life, maybe life in, in general. But yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's a it's a great line. It, just all the delivery from Dexter Jetster with his uh, his odd pauses and things he makes sound menacing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great delivery and a, a really fun scene, which I don't need to talk about because we have a two hour podcast talking about that. Scene. Yeah, go back. Can, and, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go back and check out. I was saying the exact same thing that you were. <laughs> we we're finishing other thoughts and promotions here. Unfortunately, <laughs> we still record remotely, uh, and and quite frankly, doing it well, uh, recording remotely for so long, and not stepping on each other too much. Uh, look, yes, I was. Uh, go back if you haven't had a chance to check out that episode, the Force Center C by Scene. It's still one of my favorite episodes we've done, and I, I bring it up a lot in conversation to people, where like friends of mine, where I'm like trying to explain what force center is maybe about these days it's always about fun it's always about selliness it's always about celebrating star wars but also we did a two-hour episode on the dexter diner scene because it's important <laughs> to what george was trying to say and what these movies are trying to say to us so i love it you know the facts but what do the facts mean boom right there from dexter yeah and so sad that uh that the jedi can't turn the knowledge into wisdom sheev is just too tricksy so that's my number three ken all right, great number three. We're going to my number three, which is from our good old buddy, Count Dooku. Mm. You and I, over the years, have just, uh, we, uh, in a weird way, we love Dooku uh, in the sense of, you know, he represents a lot of things and raises a lot of questions and it's fun to dive into. It's an interesting character. And I love his line. I love the entire scene. Another four center scene by scene we have done. But let's go to Obi-Wan in captivity on Geonosis and Dooku saying, you must join me, Obi-Wan. And together we will destroy the Sith. So I love it. Number one, I think you do a super cut of people in Star Wars asking other people to join them. And <laughs> this one might be my favorite. I mean, I'm even saying that over Vader with Luke, uh, Kylo and Ray. I just love Christopher Lee, Sir Christopher Lee. So great. Just 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 pulling from all of his, his experience and and this uh, gravitas he has just the way he says it is is enough to put it on this list for me but then it's the whole scene and what it means beyond that you know yeah absolutely just in terms of enjoying a line because it's cool and delivered well and you're so right with uh with the gravitas of dooku and also all of the join me's right it's it's the it is the star wars poetry i know people poke fun at that but i think that that is a, a power of star wars is that you see these uh ideas these uh these moments of hope and these moments of lies and temptation spring up again and again and be reshaped by different uh, people and different characters. And this is such a powerful one. Uh, very, very meaningful of, uh, of Dooku following, uh, I think, uh, the, the Sith <laughs> idea of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, she's not using me. I'm using him. <laughs> yeah. And someday I'll be able to overthrow him. And maybe if this Obi-Wan is as great as, as everybody says, maybe he could, uh, he could help me in, and if not, well, I've I've spread some doubt and some fear. Yeah, um, I love your idea of a supercut, like <laughs> just, like just the the uh, the Star Wars uh, evite of just uh, all of the join me here, join me there, join <laughs> me everywhere. I just love it, and, and together we destroy the Sith. So dramatic, and yeah, what the scene represents. We we we've taken that deep dive into it, but and we were talking, and and if you were listening earlier this week on Clone Wars Report and going into that episode with Dooku and Grievous and the Gungans and. And Boss Leone, just a lot of this idea of of when you're able to to sow enough seeds of fear and how it erodes hope. And I think this whole scene, but this 
this line itself represents this truth that Dooku is saying. There's some truth, but he's saying it and he's saying just enough and keeping enough of it back that Obi-Wan doesn't know if he can trust the truth. He doesn't even necessarily believe in the truth. And therefore, this line, I do believe there's some truth to this idea that if Obi-Wan said, yeah, sounds good, let's do it, Dooku would be like, Man, all right, great, because I just follow the power. Um, and, and I just love that. That we it, it just makes me question what's going on in the scene in Star Wars with these characters. And now, guess what? I have doubt and fear in my uh, what I love and think of the Jedi or think of the Republic. <laughs> look at the Star Wars, and and that erodes hope. And that's uh, why Dooku is such a, a powerful enemy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well said. And I love the idea of like uh, Dooku's more manipulative, right? Uh, at least Vader's being. Uh, pretty straightforward with uh, both Padme and Luke of like, <laughs> uh, join me and, and and we'll get to rule forever. And Dooku's leaving that part out of like, yeah. join me and we'll take care of this bad thing. And then, of, of course, I'll rule. I mean, I'm not saying that yet to you, but that's <laughs> definitely implied. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not join me for brunch. It's <laughs> join me for power. Join me, Obi-Wan, and together we will enjoy the eggs. Yes, okay. Um, the hash browns will not be greasy. What if I told you mimosas were being poured right now by a dark lord? <laughs> great, great. Bottomless mimosas. Uh, there you go. So that's my number three. Dooku trying to recruit Obi-Wan with a portion of the truth. Now we're up to <laughs> your number two favorite line in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Uh, my number two, I'm going to Yoda. There's several Yoda lines I like, uh, Begun the Clone Wars has. This is kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum from that. Here's the Yoda line. Mmm, lost a planet Master Obi-Wan has. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. <laughs> I, love this. Uh, I have been in love with this line since 2002. Um, uh, many other moments for Yoda too, but I feel like uh, in The Phantom Menace, to sort of show... Um, almost so, show the Jedi from Anakin's perspective of there are these kind of scary guardians who are saying, we can read your mind. You're, you're cold. You're thinking of your mom, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, Yoda gives him some, some good and true advice about the path to the dark side, uh, through fear. Um, but kind of because of that in Phantom Menace, we, we, we don't see this Yoda who loves life, right? The, mm -hmm. the Yoda who is, uh, not just a protector, of the light side, but uh, somebody who embraces the light side, who enjoys being around children, who enjoys teaching, who enjoys laughing, who cares about people. He's got the line to Padme of like seeing her safe brings warm feelings to his heart. Like there's just a really like, hey, let's remember that, you know, a, a part of the the Yoda that we saw in, in Empire Strikes Back, a part of this sort of a, a whimsical, uh, humorous uh, person who, who delights in the light is there too, right? And yeah. that's what this a part of this scene is about uh, uh, for me, like he certainly has some moments of gravitas mm. and concern in attack of the clones, but he's also got this side of him who's like, just is having fun, gently poking, uh, uh, making fun of Obi-Wan <laughs> in front of the younglings. Liam, the shades also another great line. Um, <laughs> I love, here's why I really love what, what you're, you're saying about this scene. I think it's, I think it's true. I think Yoda, Yoda, the teacher, Yoda, the counselor, Yoda, the mentor, the Yoda that's kind of giggling at Luke and Last Jedi for a while and then uh, uh, laughing at some things like that. That was a side to him. Uh, and I've always enjoyed this scene. Uh, and it's easy to poke, you know, over the years, over the last 20 years, it's been always easy to poke uh, at some of the scenes and attack the clones. But just um, Yoda with the younglings is is sweet 
It's comforting. And that is a lot of what Yoda is to me. I've always talked about his music. His theme represents the sounds of enlightenment, which also translates into comfort and a feeling of home. And anytime his theme pops up, it's usually around that kind of like, oh, we're in a safe spot. We're, we're, we've got some enlightenment. We know the way forward or we're going to be okay. There's something about Yoda that represents that to me. Um, and so I, I think you're right to highlight that this whole sequence, even a little, uh, little, uh, you know, jibbing, uh, you know, poking uh, Obi-Wan in the side of it with a stick, so to speak, <laughs> but just jib, 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 just uh, making fun of him. Uh, it's, it's all kind of the, the warmth of Yoda and part of what, uh, why he was so valuable and important to this, this Jedi order. Yeah, the the warmth of Yoda, the wisdom of Yoda, you know, and just that that that's that's what they're fighting for. That's what they're fighting to keep alive is, you know, laughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds I know I just uh, made a greeting card point, but uh but I really do mean it. <laughs> ah, it's great. It's great. Hmm, lost a planet, Master Obi-Wan has. So once again, <laughs> using Yoda speak to uh, make some memorable quotes. Yeah. Uh, well, that, sir, is a great number two, and we're going to go up to my number two. On the way, some honorable mentions in our number one choices, but right now my number two uh, favorite line in Attack of the Clones is from Padme, and it is, Annie, you'll always be that little boy I met on Tatooine. <laughs> now, in 2002, when that line hit, uh, hit all of our ears in the first couple showings, I've never heard a theater collectively go, oh, damn, at once. <laughs> Because yeah, that's how it plays in the moment. It's, you know, you talk about Anakin's got some moments where quite frankly, he's just a little creepy guys. We don't want to be like Anakin. We also got, uh, you know, some, uh, some truth there, some love in his heart, some attachment forming. And he's, uh, you know, uh, a young man with a crush and there's all those things. So there's a very real world surface level thing about this line. That's always been there and, and is there. Uh, and how he reacts to it. But think about what this line actually means. And I remember when this line kind of, I did the rack focus on the line a few years ago and, and went like, oh, here's how I take this line. And here's what I think a lot of the purpose. This is, this is Padme. This is Padme when all things are going dark and there's literally flames and lava around her and, and the end of the story and the end of the journey. And she is dying. Uh, uh, controversies around the choice to the way she dies aside. She's dying. She's gone. She's losing life in her final moment. She tells Obi-Wan, they're still good at him. Why? Because he's always that little boy she met on Tatooine, that heart and soul of the kid who just wanted to help the galaxy, who had a love for his mother, a love for helping people, and just wanted to do what's right. She believes that's always been there. This is what it means for Padme to to say this line to me. So yes, on the surface, oh, damn, Anakin, she doesn't even like you. That's great. We can play around with that all we want, and there's some purpose to that there. But I love what this means for Padme, the character, and her beliefs. It's a powerful line to me, and that's why I have it number two. I think that's incredibly well said and very insightful, and I think it ties together a lot of her lines. You know, later on she says, you know, don't grow up too fast. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, a similar line that I think gets an odd damn when she's like, oh, he's not a Jedi yet. He's just a Padawan. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. and you can look at it from that perspective of, I think, real-life cultural baggage that Anakin is, is representing of, yeah. you know, he he is forgetting the 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 kindness and the warmth and that sense of of generosity and hope and, and discovery that he had as a kid and it it is being overshadowed by this desire to be like I want to be old I want to be in power I want to be respected you know and we're you know reacting to that 
perspective of he wants to be seen as a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By this woman he wants to date. And her line comes off as like, you're not a man yet. And, you know, a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff tied up into that, a bunch of real world stuff. But I love that you are really saying, let's look at the other side of it. Let's look at what Padme is really saying, right? Because she, I never interpreted it of like she's trying to bust him down, right? Yeah. No. Uh, she's trying to say that, you know, being, uh, youthful and hopeful and generous of spirit, those are all great things. And and I know that's who you are uh, at your core. And that's what I see in you. And, and don't try to rush past that because you, you want to be seen as powerful, you know? hundred yeah. percent. This is this, this is that sweet soul, not even sweet kid. This is that sweet soul with the Japor snippet and all those things and all it represents uh, and all the, 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 Stuff that Shmi put into his heart, I, I I choose to see that that is what Padme sees. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, very well said. Very well said. And yeah, a fun and intriguing reaction in the theater. <laughs> absolutely. Can't deny that. Uh, all right, that is my number two choice, which means we're going to take a quick break. But on the other side, we've got some honorable mentions. Oh, do we ever. We got some lines and attack the clones that didn't make our list, but we're still going to talk about them. Then we'll get to our number one choices. Stick around here to Star Wars Ranked. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Fan Home, the brand dedicated to developing unique collections and build-up models from best-loved brands like Star Wars, has recently launched the legendary R2-D2 model. 100% movie-accurate and officially licensed by Disney, the stunning half-sized replica of the lovable droid comes with detailed assembly instructions. Receive four assembly parts each month in this one-of-a-kind subscription service and discover ideas, products, and stories that will allow you to see the Star Wars universe from different angles. This awesome model includes speakers and microphones so it can respond to verbal orders and communicate using chirps, whistles, and even lights. With exclusive gifts including a R2-D2 mug and baseball cap also included, this new model assembly from FanHome is perfect for all Star Wars fans. Go to FanHome.com and use the promo code FORCE to get these amazing gifts. Welcome back to Star Wars Ranked. I'm Ken Napsok here with Joseph Scrimshaw, and we are ranking our favorite lines in Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Joseph, I said up top that I found myself uh, not struggling, but having to dig a little deeper on some of my favorite lines. I don't want that to be misinterpreted as there aren't great lines here, because there's many that I didn't include, including some that just tickle me as a Star Wars fan, but also some ones with some depth. So let's get to our honorable mentions here. What are some of uh, your choices uh, that uh, you couldn't put on your top five, but want to talk about now? Yeah, there's a a mix of ones that are just like fun. uh, And some that I feel like I have a little bit more depth. Um, One of, one of the favorite ones that I have always enjoyed uh, having uh, a sense of humor about is uh, the first moment of Truly seeing uh, Jedi as generals commanding an army uh, comes from Yoda, where he says, around the survivors, a perimeter create. (laughs) And uh, I made a lot of jokes about Attack of Clones, even though I loved it. I also poked fun at it uh, a bunch. And I just love the the version of reality where Clone's like, what? (laughs) Your job is to give us clear military instructions, sir. And I uh, around the who a what? Do what? Love this line. And, and just as earlier, we're talking about how Yoda speak creates some wonderfully uh, powerful and epic moments and lines. This one is almost like, crap, we're stuck in this way of speaking. We can't do anything else but this. And, and Yoda wouldn't say anything but this. And therefore, it just becomes that much more memorable. Anyone else says this line, create a perimeter around the survivors. Whatever. It's throwaway. But this yeah. becomes a quotable quote that you can use around uh, parties uh, anywhere in your life, <laughs> around the survivors of perimeter create. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely beautiful. I've yet to successfully just work it into casual conversation, but I'm going to keep trying. Well, um, goals at Star Wars Celebration 2022. <laughs> yeah, some rough stuff has to be going on to say around the survivors of perimeter create. But uh, I could be talking about action figures that haven't sold yet, you know. Yeah. Um, had to include a, a Palpatine line there. A lot of great ones, but the the height of just absolute 
hubris. Uh, for me, this goes along with uh, Palpatine and Phantom Menace saying, you could call for a vote of no confidence. I love the, I love democracy. <laughs> I love the Republic. And, you know, it's so great of us as the audience knowing it is. Uh, that's opposite. <laughs> that's lies. <laughs> no, he and, doesn't. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh. And you know that he's just sinking his teeth into it and being like, these fools, mm. they value these kind, these ideas, and they value the tremble in my voice of emotion. Idiots. Like, it, it's just so great. It's uh, that category of all those great Palpatine lines that, uh, you know, oh, a surprise. Uh, oh, I'm just like, no. <laughs> uh, I would take a de-aged E. McDermott in a younger Palpatine series just to hear him deliver some of these lines, like Palpatine's rise to power as a senator. Like where he's yeah. probably, I respect the vote. Like, just, <laughs> a lot of things I'd love to hear him say. Naboo is my home. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love democracy. I love the Republic. Uh, after the first step to, the first really solid step to utterly tearing it apart. Yeah. Uh, in contrast to that, uh, a deeper line, and one that I uh, got wrong on an early trivia contest, so I will remember forever. Me too. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it is fun. Uh, Queen Jamila, and it could sound like a throwaway, throwaway line, but then you put it in the context of, of Star Wars in the context of uh, Attack of the Clones and the prequel trilogy, Queen Jamila saying, the day we stop believing democracy can work is the day we lose it. Um, I, I just think that's a, you know, really that reminder that, you know, Star Wars is political, uh, particularly uh, in the prequel era in this real idea that, yep, democracy is messy. It is imperfect. Uh, but we got to keep working at it in order to make it work. Because if we lose it, what is going to fill the void? Mm. Someone who loves democracy and loves the republic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Other than say uh, it wasn't in the same match. We we I know we competed in a couple matches together in that old movie trivia schmodown thing. But I I I lost this too, and I, I always credited it to Padme. I will never do that again. It's Queen Jamila all the way. But yeah. Uh, it just seemed like something Padme would say because I'm sure she would say this and, and agree. Yeah, it was it was just a who said the quote. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think I think I got it wrong, and then I think you probably had an opportunity to steal it, maybe. <laughs> uh, or was it in that game? It it doesn't I, matter. I just remember I think of my match with Whitwer years ago. I missed this one. I felt just so stupid about it, but uh, okay, because it's a great line. It's a big important line, and 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 there again too, just saying, hey, here's. Tech clones and in the prequels, yeah, a little bit about politics. Yeah, and I think it's also it's it's hope versus fear, right? Of mm -hmm. uh, yeah, democracy is really messy, so it's really easy to give in to fear and just say it's broken, it's too slow, it doesn't work. It's really easy to slip into nihilism and just be like, yeah, democracy is broken, it doesn't work. Like, okay, yeah. Well, then what's next? And this is about hope, right? Of like, it's a mess, but we have to keep working at it. That's hope, right? Absolutely. Hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Some good starts. I'll, I'll jump some of mine here and we'll return to your list. You you, you already highlighted the Yoda line from the scene with the, the lost a planet. That whole sequence, I just do love Yoda saying, truly wonderful the mind of a child is. It's just, again, talked about, uh, talked about uh, just some sweet uh, warmth from Yoda there. And I've always, uh, I've always loved that line. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that great picture, I mean, like uh, being a Jedi does have some things in common with doing improv, right? Of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, J.K. Bertola, the kid who comes up with it, his his head isn't filled with a bunch of rigid, but I can't, but I yeah. shouldn't. But like, it's a contrast to Jocasta New, right? He's yep. he's open and flowing because he's young. Yep. 
Hey, you always be that little boy met on corset there. There you go. Um, <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, another one for me. And I, and I, I admit, uh, I sometimes mess up quotes kind of famously if you've watched trivia contest with me, but I, I, in 2021, after living with this quote for almost 20 years as one of my favorite kind of weird little funny lines, I finally brought up the subtitles just to make sure I heard it right. And uh, 20 years later, I didn't need to correct it. But unless I'm wrong, Joseph, I wrote it down. This is one of my favorite lines from Obi-Wan Kenobi. R4, scramble code five for chorus and care of the old folks home. Just what? Love it. <laughs> what? What are you talking about, Kenobi? <laughs> I have I've always really liked this line of um of that that would be the code name for the Jedi Temple yes. <laughs> or for the Jedi Council in particular of the old folks home it just yes. cracks me up it says uh, I I'm often like resistant as I've said to too much of blatant real worldisms yes. in in uh dialogue of Star Wars but this one this is one of those lines that I walked out going like yeah no everybody's going to be laughing about the sand but that line was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now just for years I've loved it. It is absolutely one of those, you know, we all have those moments, you know, from a hobby sent two fighters against a star destroyer and weird little deliveries <laughs> and background lines. But this one just stand, always stood out. Scrabble code five. I get that for course. And I get that care of the old folks. home. All right. <laughs> it's just so much more flavorful than, you know, care of the Jedi council, right? Yes. The old folks home. Yes. Love it. Uh, love it there. Another one I like, and I think this ties into another one of your choices here. So we'll transition back to yours, but, uh, Watto, uh, Watto, I, I love Watto. Uh, again, I get, I get some of the problems around the character. Totally do. I'm not going to toss those aside like a, a piece of paper crumpled up. I get it, but I do love, um, some of the w moments with Watto. And, uh, when he, when he, when he finally, when it's finally revealed that he, you know, Anakin's in front of him and, and it's Anakin and Anakin's a Jedi. I've always loved a Jedi. What do you know? It's just like, and he got a little fist pump there. It's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a funny moment. It's always stood out. And I can't tell you how many times I've just said that to some friends of mine over the last 20 years. I, I'm so glad you included this. Cause that was another moment where like, I know I want a line from that Watto scene yeah. in my honorable mentions, because I, I believe that that Watto scene, uh, the voice, all of the animators working together, Lucas directing, uh, Watto should have been nominated for a, an Academy Award for supporting actor. <laughs> that scene has so many little details and nuances and it just like fun, surprising choices. Yeah, he does that little handshake like, you're hot. Yeah, you yeah. grew up. You grew. You sprouted. You grew up. You're yeah. fine. Like it's so. It's so weird. It's so great. Yeah. Um, but the the Watto line I pulled out is, hey. Maybe you could help me help with some deadbeats who owe me a lot of money. <laughs> it just it's it's one of those great moments of just elegance of like things clearly didn't go well for Watto. He's he's got a hat, but that's it. That's it. <laughs> for for uh, anything that's gone better for him, the yeah. flies buzzing around and just as soon as he encounters Anakin and realizes that he's somebody with power, immediately like, oh hey, could I can I use your power? Some deadbeats owe me a lot of money. It just cracks me up. Love that one. Love that one. I'll, I'll finish up my list and we'll close out with your list here too. Uh, I like Yoda saying uh, more happening on Geonosis, I feel, than has been revealed, which is, uh, it's a great line, more Yoda speak, but also kind of like the whole point of everything going on. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're all so close. Pull back that curtain. You're about to figure this out if you can, if you can pick it up on it. Uh, and I'm not saying all that's in that line, but I just, I've always kind of loved that one there too. Of uh, It's a, well, duh. Yoda. <laughs> yes, much yeah. more, much yeah. more Yoda. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. 
I love uh, Obi-Wan's uh, retort to Anakin about his rescue uh, with the old good job is, is still one of those uh, sassy Obi-Wan moments I love. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely great. Yeah. And then 3PO. Uh, there's some, look, yeah, there's some bad 3PO stuff in this film that still still gets me. A lot of wordplay. A lot of wordplay. Not my favorite thing in the world or that galaxy. But I do love uh, to, to, to R2 when he says, for a mechanic, you seem to do an excessive amount of thinking. Just, <laughs> first of all, you know, 3PO, lay off the mechanics there. All right, that's a little, that's a little harsh. <laughs> and also just the the constant relationship that we know they're all, they're going to have with the rest of their uh, lives here in Star Wars. I love that it's uh, it's there in the early days too, and uh, it's always been a funny little line for me. So there you go. I, I really like you picking that out, and it is such a great a dynamic in their relationship. Like 3PO is just like, well, you know, no, I, the the people I work for tell me what to do, and then I go do it, and. R2, you've got all these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so proactive about what needs to happen when and how and who. Oh, geez. And saving the galaxy. Come on. Uh, final, it's a, it's, a, it's a pair of lines. I'll kick it back to you here. Uh, it's Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, during the, the course and chase with Zam Wessel. Uh, Anakin says, where are you going, Master? And Obi-Wan says, for a drink. Which just, I can't explain. I've told the story before, but... Sitting out front of the uh, Pacific Theaters in Northridge, California, before this movie, me and my friend, and we were arguing over uh, having one of those fun. I was kind of poking him. I was kind of poking him a little bit of saying, you know, the Jedi are actually kind of the bad guys in the galaxy. They're kind of jerks going around getting everyone's business. And I think Obi- I, I said, I said, that, and there's witnesses around. I don't know where they are. I couldn't find I said, I think Obi-Wan's got a drinking problem. <laughs> and I'm kind of joking, but kind of also, you know, hey, he, he seems to know that cantina, cantina pretty well. And I, I don't mean drinking, drinking problems are a punchline, but I just was like having fun, joking around with the guy. And we go in and when, and when Obi-Wan says that, I d- did the biggest turn in my seat to my friend. It's like, <laughs> huh? I've been telling you the whole time and you think I'm crazy. No, Obi-Wan enjoys a good drink. And uh, that's why this will always be uh, on my honorable mention list for Attack of the Clones. I was so glad uh, that you put this in because uh, it's trying to make room for everything. And this is yeah. one of my favorites. I just, I love the delivery of it's so challenging of like, you know, oh, oh, and we just saw how like impressive Anakin is with his jumping and landing on Zam Wessel's speeder. And Obi-Wan just got that great, like, there are other ways to do things, you know? Yeah. Surprise, I'm going for a drink. Uh, <laughs> and walk down that hill and get a drink. Anakin. I uh, love that there. Those are my honorable mentions. I know you got a couple left. What's on your almost made the list list? Uh, the great Dooku line of, I really like, this is just the beginning. Is, mm. you know, it, 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 Christopher Lee is absolutely a, a read the phone book actor. If he was yeah. just sort of like, yes, call triple A for auto repair. I'd be like, that's one of the best lines in the film. Uh, but what the his glee it's it's like it's a great partner to begun the clone wars has his yeah. glee of like yeah oh the chaos is just starting so i really like that one yeah. uh another obi-wan like i uh, obi-wan line i really needed to get in is during that interrogation scene uh when dooku is saying like oh no oh this is this is a mistake i'll get you out of here soon and obi-wan says good i have work to do yeah. <laughs> great delivery and you know attack the clones i think one of the reasons i loved it is being such an obi-wan guy he this is obi-wan on a mission just like I'm a Jedi, I do the work. <laughs> yeah, I got work to do. It's such a great Obi One line. Absolutely love it. Mm. Um, final for me. I just wanted to throw it in here because it is uh, it's the bantha in the room of Attack the Clones in some ways. <laughs> yes, <it laughs> I is. think is uh, honorable mention to the sand line. Uh, the 
many people remember it as I hate sand. <laughs> the actual line is, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here, everything is soft and smooth. Um, th- this line, you know, it dominated conversations about <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think uh, there, there's a lot that I actually like about it. One, he's not wrong. <laughs> Someone who grew up a mile from the beach could see it from my house. Wonderful Pismo Beach, California. I hate going on the beach. It yep. gets everywhere. <laughs> I, I walked on the beach. Uh, uh, my wife and I went for a, a short weekend vacation and, you know, she wanted to walk on the beach and was like, I don't have any beach shoes. I have Converse. And I was pulling sand out of my Converse for two weeks. And every time I thought of Anakin. <laughs> yeah. So Anakin is correct. Uh, I, I think for me, the the thing about this line that I really like is the the romance works for me from the perspective of Anakin uh, being bumbling, you know, right. and and just not knowing how, how to express <laughs> mm-hmm. everything he's feeling. Uh, and obviously from the perspective of, yeah, that that's a so a, a hell of a transition to try to swing the conversation into romance and intimacy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a not as lines go when people are trying to date one another. Gender be damned. Pick up yeah. lines in regardless of gender. Yeah, not yeah. smooth. That's not work. No. <laughs> this is that line is not soft and smooth to the point of being comedic. Yeah. Um, but it works for me because it is this this bumbling heart sick kid you know i think there was a lot of baggage uh for our generation uh at least for myself going into this of like oh romance in star wars is han and leia it's yeah. you know uh a, a a scoundrel who's been around the block and you know a princess who's just got a sharp wit and a sharp sharp tongue and romance is is banter and we can't keep our hands off each other and like that's just not what this is and it's not what it's trying to be you know yeah, uh, there's a there's a lot behind the sign. I, I I wish I had it saved, but uh, E. K. Johnston, the author of the Padme uh, books and the Great Ahsoka book as well, loves this line to talk about how this line is all about what's wrong with their relationship and where they at with their lives. Uh, she breaks it down way better than I could, but I just I think there's some fear versus hope in the way they both look at sand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Because because Padme is having a happy memory of a peaceful time. Right. If we would yeah. lay out on the beach and uh, try to guess the the names of the birds singing, I think. And yeah. And he immediately turns that into like, oh, do you have a happy memory of the beach? Here's what's bad about the beach. <laughs> your focus determines your reality. Like, yeah. I hate the beach, but I love you. You're nothing like a beach. You know, like you, you can. Uh, it, it's comedic from a perspective, but you actually can see Anakin's emotions swinging between being uh, focused on on what upsets him and, and reaching out desperately for Padme as, as salvation. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 and a little bit of uh, seeing Padme as a, as a concept and not a real person too. Just, yes, uh, not yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you are not a beach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's 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 our next T-shirt, Padme, and then just quotes. I am not a beach. <laughs> I am not a beach. I am a human. My name is Padme. Uh, anyway, I wanted to talk about it. I understand all the jokes have been made over the years. I do think there are ideas to it. And uh, and it's one of the lines that like I can really get into the ideas of it like we just talked about. But it's also one of those lines that like, it's, it sometimes happens with Star Wars of it, if it's a line that's famously weird or different that eventually you you have a love of it, you know? Yep. 100%. Yeah, no, I, sometimes it comes up... Uh, 
even some shows I'm on, uh, one of our uh, uh, folks has a sound drop of it and they play it in a mocking way. And I'm always kind of like, just try harder. Try harder. <laughs> try harder. Try harder. <laughs> uh, great honorable mention list. We could do a show on just the honorable mentions alone, but we're going to get to our number one official selections here. We're like a film festival. Official selections <laughs> for our number one choices, our favorite lines in Attack of the Clones. I'll go first so Joseph can close the show with his number one. And I am going to... One of our favorite characters. We love him because we love to root against him. It is Darth Sidious Sheev Palpatine, the Chancellor. And I love when he says, excellent. Everything is going as planned. It's coming towards the end of the film. And going to some of the stuff I was talking about with Mace, we're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. Yoda said, victory. We didn't win nothing. We're in a, we're in a bind now. Uh, rock in a hard place. Jedi in the middle. I love that here is Sidious at the end of this film because uh, we got this wedding. Wow, it's a wedding. We should be celebrating this across the universe love song going on here. Um, but Sidious is just clasping his hands together and going, everything is going exactly as I have foreseen it, which is just the big thing to him. And we know at the end he just won't be able to see. Uh, he's blind to the compassion that Luke has for his father and his empathy. Uh, and he's also along the way blind to a lot of the choices Padme makes as well. But I just love what this represents. If if this movie starts with, we should not uh, form an army. We should not start a war. We are keepers of the peace. We're not soldiers. In the Republic, we're going to try to fight for democracy and save it. It is all gone because this dark, cloaked space wizard has everything going according to his plan. I love the line. Love to root against him. But I love what it means. Yeah, no, it is so great. I got the dominoes lined up. Like, you know, I've been I've been building this for a while, but wow, look at this. There the the galaxy is full of fear. <laughs> I got them fighting each other. I got the Jedi abandoning uh their ideals. Yeah, Anakin, oh man, he lost his mom. Not I'm not saying that she did that directly, but like he's lost his mom, so he's got all sorts of rage and pain. He took the first step there. Now he's got that attachment mm -hmm. <laughs> to Padme, and that will be how I can reel him in. This is great. Uh, you know, got got a little bit of an extra kick from uh, getting the boost up to uh, my new power from that idiot Gungan. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Sheev. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Sheev and Millhouse, and I love it. Yes, yeah, great pick. Ah, um, yeah. Again, we love we love to root against him, but Star Wars would not be Star Wars without Ian McDermott roaming around as the emperor uh so yeah. that is my number one choice but we're up to your number one choice sir drum roll please what do we got uh my number one was very hard to decide because there are a bunch of lines that are meaningful to me there are a bunch of lines that are fun i feel like we've talked about a lot of them i, I knew what scene i probably wanted it to come from and it is a, another scene that we should have a longer conversation about uh someday uh, uh it's got some controversial things in it uh, that I think really draw the focus, people's focus to it is the scene where uh, Anakin and, and Padme uh, are talking in the Lars Homestead garage, uh, Anakin admitting uh, that he slaughtered the Tusken Raiders. Uh, and there are a bunch of lines that I think are really important in there, but I gravitated toward this one. This is my number one line from Attack the Clones is from Padme saying, uh, sometimes there are things no one can fix. Um this is a film where Padme is again and again uh, from small details <laughs> to big plot machinations uh, to emotional truths just 
right. <laughs> She's the, the moral compass of Star Wars in this era of the if she could have managed to uh, have things, you know, uh, happen in the direction that she 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 has wisdom. Right. Yeah. Uh, she sees that. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense that Dooku would be behind this. Starting a war is not going to help anything. It's it's just going to make things worse. There's a deleted scene going around of, of uh, her impassioned speech to the senators, which makes things even more clear on that. Uh, but then there's these intimate scenes with Anakin where she has um, great insights. And this whole scene is so important. Anakin talking about how things are easier when he can fix them. He's always been good at fixing things, uh, not being willing to accept this key idea of like, yeah, of course, uh, losing losing a mother is horrible. Being away from her, losing her that way is horrible. It's totally understandable that Anakin would would be confused and in rage. And Padme's got the great line a little bit later, to be angry is to be human. Uh, but this is the key thing to me for Anakin. And it's key uh, uh, to the Jedi. And it's something that Padme understands of, you know, there are some things that no one can fix. There are some things that are natural, like death, that are sad and horrible, but we can't act on them. We can't like rage about them because we will only make matters worse, right? Yeah. Um, and just really getting to the heart of that philosophy of there are things that are out of our individual control. Um, mm -hmm. There are things that are out of our galactic <laughs> control. There are things that are sad, but they're natural. Uh which for me is powerful because it means like, well, the things that are under our control then, then we should be really, really mindful of. And it's a dangerous path to try to control everything. And it's, a, it's, it's just such a telling line because it's Padme, much like Shmi did in the first film, mm -hmm. it's Padme saying things to Anakin that if he could really hear and internalize would have helped him, right? Because mm -hmm. this is Padme predicting the horror of the end of their relationship. If Anakin decides, no, there, there's nothing I can't become powerful enough to fix. There's nothing I can't become powerful enough to control. Uh, and just the, the bittersweet tragedy that Padme understands that's not the path and is trying to express it to him here. Yeah, I mean, I, there's not much I could add to that other than I, I love... Uh there's just, just tragedy laced through that scene. And yes, there's a lot to discuss in that scene, but of what Padme's seen and what you said, if Anakin just can't hear that, uh, this is, this is, he's like a star. He's like me in 2002 watching this movie. He's stuck on the surface and can't look at the, the depth. And, and I love also that what you're saying, if you get episode one, you got Shmi giving him these life lessons that if you could just hold on to things would be okay. You got Padme showing this, this just kind of, uh, you know, steady love. And maybe you can question that in this scene. <laughs> Maybe she should have turned out, turned away and walked away from the scene. But she still sees that young boy. She still sees the good in him. She believes in it, believes in it to the bitter, horrible, tragic end. And and this line, uh, especially when, in conjunction with him, just literally said, I'm a mechanic. I've fixed things. I'm so good at that. And life is easier. And you, you've talked a lot about the importance of, of what that means for this character. And here you got Padman on the side saying this. And then if you're talking about Attack of the Clones, it's a movie that's part of this modern myth a fable for all of us for all, so many generations, a 12 year old and all of us. Here's George kind of saying, there's, you just got to let go of some of this. You got to let go. You got to let go of these attachments and, uh, and, and move forward in a different way and anger and fear and hate and suffering ain't the way kids. It ain't the way. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, final final thing for me, I think it's all all incredibly well said, Ken. Um I, I think there's this rigidity in Anakin and we see it even in fun ways in the Clone Wars, right? Where he's just like right or left, those are the options. Where, where, you know, yeah. and Obi-Wan is often like, "No, let's there's another way." And eventually Ahsoka really gets to that point. I'm like, "No, let's <laughs> you know, it's it's not uh, you know, it's so rigid, it's not so binary." And I feel like this is really a part of that too of, you know, just uh, under, accept that things are complex and sometimes a thing is going to break and you can't just fix it, you know? Life isn't that simple. And I think that's a, a powerful lesson for Anakin and just a great line from Padme. Great line indeed. A lot of great lines from Padme. A lot of wisdom from Padme. Hey, everybody, listen to Padme. Uh, <laughs> going to be a theme uh, uh we always touch upon here on force center joseph great list love love discussing the prequels of the year it's one of our favorite things to do around the the force center uh walls here so just uh, a lot of fun great list and uh we know out there you all probably have some choices or want to add on uh, to your conversation our conversation here you could do so by following us on Twitter, uh, we are at Force Center Pod. Use hashtag Star Wars Ranked. We're on Instagram and YouTube as well. I'm actually going to get to uh, taking some of these episodes and rebroadcasting them again on YouTube. Workflow got a little away from me lately, but don't worry, we're going to do that. Uh, and then uh, we are also on Facebook at uh, Force Center Podcast. You can get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. Try an audio book on us by going to audibletrial.com slash Force Center. And uh, you can also find us on a lot of spots, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, TuneIn, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And also, don't forget, if you want, if you so choose, you can support us directly at patreon.com slash Center. You can follow me at CatNapsock or go to my website, CatNapsock.com. Got upcoming comedy shows, including some uh, big dates in December in Washington, D.C. Joseph, where can they go to follow you, sir? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok as at Joseph Scrimshaw. And you can check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com for all sorts of other stuff. Uh, comedy albums, links to shows I've written for, my other podcast obsessed, all sorts of stuff all on josephscrimshaw.com. Websites, they're the new thing. It's <laughs> also old. Uh, check it all out. Thank you, everybody. That's it for this week. Star Wars has been ranked. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.